Back in bold, part eight, Tommy Bahama. We've gone so far with this series, creating a metaverse business. Tommy's creating the first hotel in Sandbox. The train is moving. It's so excited. There was a big week down in Miami uh, this past week, Tommy. Tell me all about it. Yeah, so our last little talk, I was driving down to Miami uh, for NFT weekend. I uh, had a little conference that I actually attended and, and saw a bunch of speakers, met some amazing people. You know, I think what's really great about those conferences is you get to choose which talks you kind of want to truly engage in and, and listen up to, but it's it's meeting the people. It's, you know, it's meeting the the founders of companies you're interested in and the founders of projects that, you know, you think will go far, um, you know, just from a simple weekend in Miami at this conference, I met three different founders that could work out for a partnership with metaverse hospitality, you know, can't, can't reveal who and what they were yet, but there is, you know, lots and lots of opportunity just by meeting people in person, just by explaining it firsthand, you know, having those like minds together in the same room. It was pretty cool to, to witness that many people together at once. What about this Bitcoin bull? We talked about it last time. Miami is the epicenter of crypto and all things metaverse. What, what was this you, you told me? Yeah, so, uh, you know, New York City, you know, the financial center of the world, they have their own bull that kind of represents that. And the mayor of Miami, uh, it's Bitcoin week right now. So the mayor of Miami released the Bitcoin bull, you know, and, and wants to like we talked about last week, have Miami the center of cryptocurrency. You know, the future of crypto is going completely through Miami. And he kind of wanted to represent that with a Bitcoin bull. It's a little more uh, new age than the New York City one. Uh, it looks pretty dang cool. But uh, it, was, it was the big thing of Bitcoin week, you know, and that's still going on. Still another big conference, still another uh, place to meet like minds. Um, I'm not actually going to that conference. Uh, but there's parties, there's events throughout the week where, you know, you get to meet people and you know, that's what's most important. Yeah, it uh, reminded me of this. I saw it the other day on Reddit. I'm going to put it up on the screen. So there's a photo of a conference back <laughs> in 2013. This guy was explaining Bitcoin when it was at uh, $100 and the room was totally empty. And I've seen a ton of other photos like this in like 2010, 2011, like these people are fucking crazy. What is this Bitcoin? This is to buy drugs and um, uh, assassins and whatnot. And now it's like it runs Miami. It went from this to running Miami. I mean, it's freaking crazy, no? It's wild. It's it's completely crazy. You know, it, it takes time to establish yourself, whether you're a company, whether you're a cryptocurrency, you know, whether you're an FD project, um, it takes time to establish yourself. And, you know, if you consistently show you the value, which obviously they have, you go from you know, a room like that where there's one person to now thousands and thousands of people coming to Miami for just a week of conferences, you know, and, and it's literally become a month of conferences. You know, I talked about last uh, episode where it's every single week this month, there's a new conference, you know, so there's some people that come from all over the world just to stay in Miami for a month and learn about cryptocurrency, learn about blockchain as, as a whole. Um, and I actually, I saw a comparison a couple of days ago of like, Netflix, for example, you know, we all knew Netflix come, you know, probably 2015 at the earliest, uh, at the very earliest, you know, it probably became popular 2018, but it started in 2010. You know, it, it was around for a long, long time before it truly became 
the go-to streaming service for everybody, you know, and it, it takes time for everything, you know, that comes from, you know, anything from cryptocurrency to technology to a streaming service, you know, show the value and, you know, show support within the community, like coming out to these conferences and, and you'll get to where you need to be. Yeah. I remember doing the renting from Netflix where you get the DVDs in the mail. So uh, it's crazy how much that's changed too, but uh, it is that like that chart, the early adapters or the innovators, the early adapters, and then the silent adapters, and then the majority, and then the laggards, whoever that chart. I posted that on the, the Bold Perceptions Instagram story relating to that uh, photo I just showed, but it is fascinating. Tommy, who's our new person down here? I, I feel bad. We're making her sit in the dust, not speaking. Yeah, yeah. So speaking of, uh, you know, going way back, uh, Jadasola and I met probably 2016, I believe, you know, way back when Bitcoin and Ethereum were just getting started. And a lot of our conversations, a lot of our talks back then revolved around actually digital fashion. You know, Jadasola's background was in retail and, you know, has a immense knowledge and understanding of the fashion industry. And we talked about digital wearables in 2016 before it was a thing, you know, before anybody thought they were going to dress their avatar in the metaverse, you know, that that's not how our ta our talks formed back then. It was more of like being able to have, I, I remember a specific conversation of having like a mirror that knows your exact sizes and you can literally dress yourself in the mirror with whatever clothes in the world you want and buy from that mirror, you know, and then a year later, that mirror came out, <laughs> two years later, that mirror came out, you know, yeah. and that's, that's how me and Jadasola, um, you know, started our relationship, started our friendship. It was based off of pretty much digital wearables mm -hmm. and it's evolved a lot since then. Um, you know, she wanted to be a part of metaverse hospitality. I wanted her to be a part of metaverse hospitality. Um, and just like everybody in the company right now, she, she kind of does a little bit of everything. You know, it started as a, a community concierge, we like to call it. Uh, you know, we like to have everybody, you know, have an understanding of something that's relevant in the company right now. So Discord was very relevant. You know, we needed someone to to head that. And, and Jada Solo took the lead on that. Um, and it's kind of evolved to a lot more. You know, we want to bring in her fashion expertise. We want to bring in her retail expertise. Um, to collide digital fashion, to collide digital wearables, to bring retail to all of our hotels, um, you know, helping out with merch. You know, there's, it's just like any startup right now. Everyone does a little bit of everything, um, but Jadasola um, is a great addition to the team and we're really excited for the, the future. Let's of hear retail. a talk then. No more talking for me. Let's hear <laughs> talk. Happy to meet you and uh, thank you for all the kind words. Um, yeah, no, Tommy and I met a few years ago and I actually do remember that conversation because that was like my thing back then. Um, that, that the idea of the mirror, I think I was thinking about closets, like smart closets as well, as well where you could plan your outfits before actually purchasing them. Um, so the idea of digital um, wearables has been in my head for a while. So to see it happening in the meta world and in the, in the in the Web three space is really cool. Um, I think fashion, I think digital fashion, just like regular fashion, is a it's a great way to express yourself. Um, everybody could be wearing the same exact thing if it was just only about the function. But at the end of the day, we are trying to say something about the clothes that we wear. So that is relevant as well in the virtual virtual world. Let's uh, really explain it for the, for the layman term. So I know like CSGO, that game, 
the skins was like the first real like you know metaverse gaming thing that made a lot of money they put mm -hmm. like a, a cool looking skin on your gun and everyone knew like oh he's super cool he's got this mm -hmm. now it's it's getting more and more popular can you bring me through this like this wearables and why i should care and why the the normal person should think that there's some value towards this i mean i would say it's it's a status symbol, some type of self-expression, if that makes sense. And skins, yeah, that was a great way to start because I feel like everything starts in the gaming world. You can dress your avatar. You can kind of say what you want to say about yourself in, with the skins that you pick. And then now as more, it's gaining more popularity, not everybody's gaming. People are just kind of hanging out in the, in the metaverse. And now you can dress yourself in Adidas and Nike. Um, and you can really tell, tell your own story through what you're wearing. So I think, yeah, you make, I'm so sorry. You make a really great point about how you know, started in gaming. Um, and now it's, it's getting a lot more, um, yeah, even it's even Gucci just came out with you know the digital wearables for for Board Ape Yacht Club. You got to dress up your ape in Gucci. You know it's technically um, all they're doing is selling you know a, a replica of the Board Ape Yacht Club with a, a Gucci suit on. You know, and those absolutely went crazy because it's a status symbol. You know, everyone wants Gucci uh, in in the metaverse. You know, in their first NFT to come out from Gucci, and and that's your you know, shirt, that's your, you know, fashion in the metaverse. I, I think that it's, it's, it's a lot to do with a status symbol, you know, and that's kind of how Board Ape Yacht Club took that second rise. You know, a lot of people that first came in saw the maybe Web3 tech behind it, the opportunity like ourselves to brand a company behind it. Um, and now it's, it's becoming to the price where it's a lot about status symbol. You know, a lot of people are, are jumping in just because it's Gucci, you know, and they have mm -hmm. to own the first Gucci. Exactly. Uh, it's all about community at the end of the day. It's still all about community. It's, at the end of the day, it's about what people think about you and, and what you're saying about yourself. Yeah, that's hardwired in from the caveman days, because if you're mm -hmm. a weirdo and outcast, you probably get killed <laughs> or you get no food. So you want to be socially accepted. But I love the analogy. That's the right word for it is, uh, you know, watches. Now, obviously, the Rolexes, the Omegas, all them like they're good watches. You know, they, they test them and do that and whatnot. But the Seiko watch over there is, is almost on par. And it's, uh, you know, some Seikos are a tenth of the price, right? But mm -hmm. it comes with, okay, your part, your Rolex, you know, all the, the history behind it. Obviously, the marketing they do and people look at it, you know, their average watch person, oh, they see a Rolex. That's all they know. Oh, you must be mm -hmm. rich, right? right? So that's why I always look at it with like any of these like metaverse wearables or whatnot is like you said, um, about clothing it is all about what you're trying to present to other people like this yeah. is who i am you know this is how i express myself and the more time people spend in these gaming communities and the metaverse type thing i mean it only makes sense that they want to express themselves just as much in there than they do in real real life absolutely you want to differentiate yourself from everybody else and yeah essentially you can argue that watches are obsolete because we all have the time on our phones now like do you who's actually looking on their wrist to tell the time a lot of people have rolexes and still pull out their phone um to see what time it is but at the end of the day it's it's what you're you know saying about yourself when you have one on that's the funniest thing i just saw i just saw um 
I think it might have been like little baby. And there was like a clip of him. And they're like, hey, why do you wear two watches? And he's like, oh, you know, I asked my stylist to bring my drip. And they're like, can you even read the watches? Like, I got my phone. What do you mean? That's how I get it. <laughs> he's just got two like iced out Rolexes, doesn't even know how to even look at them. But uh, that's a funny point. Tommy, you're going to say something? Uh, yeah, I mean, I said guilty. Like, I, I wear a watch that doesn't work sometimes, you know, just because it's, it's part of the fashion and matches, you know, the shoes for the day, something like that. Um, but where I wanted to take, you know, Metaverse Hospitality wearables and, and our kind of line of merch, and obviously that's going to be real world, um, but we want to have our own signature within the Metaverse too. Um, and within our company, it's not going to be just a status symbol. Um, so the way we look at it is like you see, say, you know, my ape has the service outfit, you know, our, our uniforms in the metaverse will look similar to that. And we want that to be a, a symbol of like someone, you know, you can go to for help. Um, like just like anybody in a hotel, you know, if you need assistance, you go to the staff, you know, you, you're there for you at any moment, you know, and. I think that that's just something that can be easy recognizable, you know, whether you're walking around in a hotel or whether you're walking around in, in someone else's property. You know, if you're wearing our Metaverse Hospitality uniform merch, you are um, someone that anybody could go to for help. You know, you are someone that is knowledgeable of the Metaverse. You are someone that can answer questions and, and guide someone who's, you know, maybe it's their first step in the Metaverse. So I think that it's all started with status symbol, obviously, but there's different ways to um, to bring it in in the future and to different ways for us to sell it in the future as well. So and so with this, though, um, the NFT stuff and, and whatnot, this is hard to fake, right? Because like in the real world, you know, especially over here in Europe, you go to any market, I see uh, all the fake Louis Vuitton. I see, I mean, you know, in retail, Jada Sola, like every, there's so much fake shit. You know what I mean? But in the metaverse, it's going to be very hard to do this um, because it just reminds me too about how that Miami 8 person was trying to message me on Instagram, Tommy. And you're like, oh, that's, I know that girl and that's not her. Look at the username. It's fake. So in your meta, the metaverse, it's going to be very hard to counterfeit, right? It is, it is, yes. And that's what's special about NFTs and blockchain technology is you can check every transaction. You can check the history, uh, who bought it, who sold it, if it's verified, if it's a real collection. Um, you literally just jump on the blockchain and, and sometimes you know you have to know how to read the blockchain. Sometimes you can just like pull up OpenSea and see the history um, of it, you know? And when it comes to wearables, it, it'll be the same way. Um, like the, there'll be knockoffs, of course, once, once Gucci becomes more of a, a play in the metaverse, you know, and they already have their, their digital fashion line for apes, um, you know, and that people are already trying to knock it off, but it, first off, it looks different. Second off, you can just check the blockchain and, and see mm -hmm. that it's not the right collection. It's fake. So yeah, yeah it's, I, it's easy. I think to that point too, if we even go beyond wearables and just to blockchain in general and retail in the physical world, how that helps with counterfeits, like the blockchain technology can track a, a product from, from the source to the customer. And you can see if you're going to buy it secondhand, you can check the blockchain and see that this is actually um, something that's real and not, and not a dupe or something like that. So it has a lot of, a lot of uses, use cases. Tommy, what's really cool is you uh, were talking about retail because like a lot of hotels, they have the shopping and then the the nice stuff they sell. Uh, so you're trying to bring retail 
into your hotels, right? And, and Jada Sola is going to be helping out with that. How are you doing this? Tell me what makes it different from the real world. So the, the, the main thing is there's two sides of it. You have your digital fashion and you have your real world fashion. And why not sell both in the metaverse, you know, you when you have the option to. So just like, uh, say, a hotel, think of a hotel that has a casino. You know, every casino has like watch and retail stores outside of it because they want you to spend the money you just won in the casino on all this, you know, high-end fashion. Um, it's going to be a similar play. You know, we're going to have a lot of, options that people want to show off and people are interested in, in in buying because it is you know a status symbol but at the same time we will have metaverse hospitality merch and things that our community will be more interested in to show off that they're part of this community um, and that'll be a big thing for other communities as well you know people we partnership other companies other projects we partnership um, and, and opportunity will be to sell their merch in our re retail stores as well. Um, so it's bringing in other communities that are interested um, in, in digital merch and physical. You know, you can sell, say, um, you know, our digital uniform and maybe you can burn it for a, a real world piece of clothing. You know, there's so many options that you can come into play. Um, and like I said, why not do both? physical for the real world and have your digital at the same time. Absolutely. Um, I think with, with, as the community is growing, as more eyes um, get on our community and we have people coming to the hotel, it gives an opportunity to other brands to showcase what they have as well. And um, alongside our merch and our um, wearables. Tommy, I've heard a lot about the crypto gambling and all the companies that are based in like the Caribbean and whatnot, and that uh, Steve will do it and a bunch of influencers kind of got hit with it. What do you think about getting crypto into your or gambling, crypto gambling in your hotel? Is that a future thing or no? Um, it, it's tough to say. Like one hotel, you know, Hotel Euphoria is a little more degenerate. We actually, you know, part of it is having a casino into place. Will it be playable with actual currency? That's tough to say. You know, we're, we're obviously not going to cross the line. We don't want to mess with anything that's going to get us in trouble right off the bat. But it, we want it to be, yeah, why, why wouldn't you want to be able to go to the casino in the metaverse? You know, gambling, it's fun in real life. You know, it's going to be the same thing in the metaverse too. And um, hopefully it's like a little bit of a safer environment, you know. I, I think that uh, you can you can not necessarily do things that are you know illegal uh hopefully it doesn't get to the point where it is illegal and hopefully we can bring it in um but it's just tough to say right now it's not something that's regulated it's not something that's ready to launch in that type of way jada sola so what is your background exactly and why are you a good fit for this this retail this wearables this fashion area in the metaverse yeah, no, um, I think retail is my entire career. I went to school for retail merchandising and product development. I have worked at countless companies um, in their like in corporate retail, um, buying, doing assortment, merchandising. And then now I work as a consultant for retail companies. Um, I also have experience in customer customer success for retail technologies. So not directly with the products, but with technology that helps um, 
promote products or go to market strategies and stuff like that. So um, honestly, I've been doing retail since for the last like 10 years now, and I'm very familiar with the ins and outs, um, the different facets of it. And so I think I have a lot of a lot of knowledge that I can bring to this space for sure. So why give up your cushy uh, consulting and what you're really good at to go into this random company with this dude with the weird glasses on? <laughs> um, because I, I think even the fact that I, I've been able to get to consulting um, this early in my in my career, it's it, I think it, it shows who I am as a person, always trying to grow, always, always looking for the next adventure, always trying to see like what's over the horizon. And this is what's next. So why not? This is what next, baby. I like it. <laughs> okay. So what's, what's on the schedule right now? Like, what am I going to see from Jada Sola and you guys in the next week, two weeks? Is it uh, just merchandise for metaverse hospitality or what else is going on here? Are you building uh, partnerships merch. and all that stuff? Um, definitely look out for merch, I, uh, for sure. So that's going to be coming in the next few months. And then looking to partner with some, some retail brands that, you know, want a space in this, in this community that, you know, may not have as big of a, a big of a, a voice as Adidas and Nike who can do this on their own. So, um, definitely just be on the lookout working and, 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 talking and, and learning about different brands who would be interested in this space for sure. Yeah, and NFT NYC is obviously a big focus. You know, we want to have our merch line ready to go for that. Um, so Jadisola has been a big help with that. Um, having everything prepared for NFT NYC right before launch. Um, obviously, partnerships are a big part of that. So that, that that's exactly what we're, we're focused on, bringing in everyone that is you know first off interested in web3 and interested in being a part of our community okay two two final things um one what makes this space of retail and web3 the metaverse more exciting than the the traditional retail jada sola what makes this kind of like oh, okay i should probably do something with this or get involved um, because this is where the tides are turning, honestly, like if we're thinking about the generation that's coming up behind us, um, so many people are spending times in game, like spending their time in game. So many people are like in the metaverse now. Um, and I would say, I think the pandemic had a really big part of that. Like everybody kind of having to be indoors, um, even thinking about zoom, like you can, you can go crazy with it, thinking about zoom and thinking about like, just talking to people and being able to like switch what you're wearing, like as you're talking to people. Um, I, I just, I know this is where the future is going, being able to connect with people across the world. Um, this is, this is the space to be in for sure. Tommy, how do I invest in wearables and um, retail in the, the metaverse? Uh, well, there's a few brands out there that are, that are, you know, obviously changing the game. Artifact Studios was probably the first that that really changed the digital wearable uh, game for the future. I mean, they bought, got bought out by Nike because they absolutely killed the the shoe game in the digital fashion sense. And, and you can buy their products. Um, they still have shoes available and whatnot, but there's a lot of things that still need to put, be put in place. Um, you can buy, uh, say like a wearable for Sandbox on the Sandbox Marketplace. You can buy wearables for Decentraland on Decentraland Marketplace. But, you know, for example, our company, you know, if, if you're a holder of our NFT, 
um, little alpha here, you're going to get some wearables for free down the line in the future, you know, and that, that's about rewarding the community, you know, and, and having something to represent uh, our community in the metaverse, you know, so anybody that wants to represent metaverse hospitality, you know, they're obviously a holder in the first place. So they, they trust our company, they, they want to back our company, um, you know, and we want to provide a wearable for the metaverse for them to show it off. And that's what a lot of companies are doing you know, is providing that value in uh, a digital wearable because, uh, for example, you can create a wearable on Polygon and then transfer it to your holders for free. Um, so that's an easy way to, like I said, reward your holders and uh, yeah, make sure everyone has a representation of, of you and your company in the metaverse. It's similar to like the whole board API club with giving you the dog and dropping you all those coins, right? That's kind of like a, a theme of good projects and good companies in the metaverse is they reward the people who hold their stuff, right? Exactly. Yep. I always want to come back to the holders. I always want to show love to them and, and reward them in some type of way. Yeah. Awesome. Peter Sola, any final words? It was so nice to meet you. It was a pleasure to meet you too. I think, you know, just keep your eyes peeled for what's next. The The space is really changing um, and I'm very excited to be here. Be so do I get a one-of-one one, uh, design for, you, <laughs> for me to wear, huh? Some super cool you know, dress? We'll see, we'll see what we can design and, and, and let okay, you know. Okay. <laughs> a little bold Not by hospitality. Yeah. No, 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 thanks for having us. Uh, I think we, we went a little out of place from the last introduction. Uh, we had Metatable, uh, our like F&B series start. Uh, so we we're posting some videos of our, our, our meta chef and our meta mixologist that are cooking up some great meals and mixing up some great drinks. Um, they're going to be on the next episode. Look out for their videos that are coming out, you know, weekly very, very soon. And uh, yeah, just a lot, lot going on in the next few months. Wonderful. Remember, this is full video will be on the YouTube channel. So if you are listening to um, iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, whatever, we're trying to move you people to YouTube. We've got that page up and running. We've been posting a lot. So go subscribe, Bold Perceptions. Write us review on iTunes. You can do uh, reviews on Spotify now too. Check out Metaverse Hospitality on Instagram. You guys are more prevalent on Twitter, right, Tom, your page? Twitter Spaces? Yes, Twitter, Meta Hospitality. we got Twitter Spaces every Tuesday at 4 um, we got to obviously the, the bold podcast series, introducing our team, introducing pretty much our business plan. So yeah, check out the full series on YouTube. This is what episode eight now, you know, we're, we're cranking them out now. We're getting, we're getting really, really excited for the future now.